do I need two paid-off cars? I thought this would be a pretty interesting thing to kind of go over. So we have two cars that are 10 years old. Both are paid off, but since the pandemic, we have barely used them, and my spouse retired in 2022. I work from home. I don't think we need to keep both cars. Why are we paying insurance and maintenance on two vehicles? My spouse's brain is wrapped around we own the cars. Would you sell one of the cars? Now, here's the thing. Personally, I probably wouldn't. Like, if I was in this specific situation, I probably wouldn't sell the cars because there's not necessarily a need to sell them. You're not necessarily hurting for money. You're, they're completely paid off. Like, maintenance and insurance on two paid-off vehicles that are barely used is probably pretty cheap unless you have a horrible driving record. So I'd probably keep both of them. The thing is, is like, what are you going to do after you sell one of the cars? Like, are you just doing this purely to save money? Because my line of thinking is, it's nice to have a backup. And if you already have a paid off car, if one car breaks down and you need to go somewhere or some sort of emergency happens, the other vehicle can be used, right? So... That's just my line of thinking. Feel free to leave your comment if you stumble upon this. Let's check this out. So you can put one of the cars in what is called garage mode with your insurance. We have three cars, all owned, similar to you, I'm guessing basically paid off, but one is garaged till my oldest can drive. It ends up changing the insurance to about $12 for six months for us. You can't drive it or do anything with it till you get it switched back to active, but you can call your agent and get it put back really easily. Edit, lots of people mentioned I shouldn't just let the car sit. I don't. I drive it around a couple weeks and check the tires, fluids, etc. Okay, so that's actually a pretty nice idea. I didn't even know that this was even an option to get the insurance that cheap. But pretty much, it's basically like... You're paying for insurance that you're not necessarily really using, so the insurance would be really, really, really cheap. It's not like you're putting like a 20,000 miles on this a year, 40,000 miles on this a year. It's kind of like you got to view it in the eyes of the insurance company. How much of a risk is it of your car basically just sitting in the garage? Probably not much. So you could probably negotiate with them for a pretty cheap rate. Let's see, so who do you get insurance with? USAA is charging me $50 a month to garage my 12-year-old car. What does garage mode cover, if you don't mind me asking? Let's see. So if that's too extreme and one car gets way more use than the other car, you can jack up the deductible on the seldom used car, and after the pandemic, I raised the deductible the deductible on the cars we rarely drove all the way to $5,000, Turning it into a quasi-liability coverage policy in premium went down by more than 60%. Be aware, this garage mode may or may not exist depending on what state you live in. Issues regarding car registration and what insurance is required for a registered car vary quite a bit by state. Be sure to research before acting.
Let's see. The thing is, I think the best option is just to simply contact your insurance provider and like ask them like, hey, this is my situation. What can we do about this? And the thing is, they're probably going to be more willing to work with you because obviously they want your money. So if you tell them like, hi, is either we lower the premiums for this car that I'm barely ever going to use or I'm just going to sell this car and you guys are just not going to get any money off of this car, basically. So that's something to kind of think about too. Important addition to this, because many people may not be aware that even cars in storage must be insured. If the vehicle isn't insured in some way, you'll usually lose registration, even if you haven't driven the car in a year. I think this really depends on the state, and I really think it depends on whether or not the vehicle is actually owned or not. Typically, if you have a, like a loan on a car, you have to have insurance no matter what, or you can't really have registration on the car. But if you completely own the car, the vehicle, the title, everything, it probably wouldn't matter. But again, this depends on the state. Like states, like from state to state, it's very, very different. I mean, I think there's some states where you could technically buy like a car as like a collector car pretty much pay almost nothing in insurance even though the car might be like worth a hundred grand two hundred grand that's what i'm doing with one of my cars but i'm paying full monthly rates for it just to sit there for the next two years definitely need to call about that yeah that's definitely not a good idea to pay full rates if it's not even going to be used let's see it's ultimately about your budget cost and usage is it convenient to have two if one's in the shop or for those instances where you're each using one? Sure. I'm sure that happens, even if not often. Whether that's worth it or not is entirely dependent on your budget, how often that happens, and how much you value that convenience. As to what I do, assuming a six-figure household income and carry costs for insurance and maintenance under $150 per month per card, I keep them both. If either of those weren't true, I'd only keep the better one. Yeah, see, that's not bad. Oh. Yeah, see, that's not bad. Again, like, this is the good thing about personal finance. It's very personal to your specific situation, right? So, one person is retired, the other person is working at home. They're probably not really using the car that much at all. Both of them are paid off, meaning the cost of them just to keep up with them isn't really going to be that much. The maintenance isn't going to be that bad. Gas isn't that much because they're not really spending much gas either because I'm assuming they don't have Teslas. So, like, we're really only talking about maybe a couple hundred bucks per month to just keep this car around. And, like, if you're not drowning in debt, if you have a good enough, like, cash flow, coming in every single month, then I'd just keep it, right? Because personally, I like the availability, the potential to just choose whatever I want to drive, right? So if I have like a car or a truck, let's, let's put it that way. Like, let's say that one of these vehicles is, is a car. The other one is a truck. 
The car, much better to just basically driving around, do groceries in and whatnot. The truck, you could haul things, you could carry things that the car couldn't really do. You could help people move, that sort of stuff, right? So there's like different perspectives on that as well. And I don't know if they're just purely two separate cars or if they're actually like a car and a truck or a car and a van or, you know, like a sedan or like a hatchback. Like that can also factor in too because they have kind of like different uses. Just something to really think about, right? 